It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, where you get valuable information you just can't find anywhere else. To thrive in today's trying times, you need the Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Go to financialsurvivalnetwork.com and get your free newsletter and gift. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. Welcome. You are listening to watching the Financial Survival Network. Well, inflation seems to be not so transitory. After all, we've got the largest Social Security increase coming after decades, nearly 6%. We see prices on everything going up, you know, to hire no skill, low skill workers at fast food restaurants. They're paying $15, $18 an hour and giving them hundreds of dollars for a, a sign-up bonus. Uh, is this a thing, a sign of things to come, or is it truly just transitory? Well, let's talk with Miles Franklin's Andy Sheckman and get the real deal. What is the story with intransitory inflation, Andy? And it's good to be here, Kerry. Good to see you, as always, my friend. Yeah. You know, you had you had the Fed chairman himself come out a couple of weeks ago saying, well, it's probably not transitory. It's actually probably structural. Um, the information that is coming out of the Bureau of Labor Statistics is, is such a farce. Uh, it, it, it you know, it, it it's laughable. Uh, they tell us that the consumer price index, which is their measurement of inflation, is running at five point six percent, I believe, was the last figure. And yet this excludes housing, food, and energy. When you see natural gas, I think you were talking about natural gas just a few weeks ago in a report that you wrote, up almost 300%. You see gasoline all across the country way, way up. Uh, you see food. I mean, go to the grocery store, buy a couple of steaks and some berries, and you're over 100 bucks. Uh, but that's not included in the CPI. And, and everyone's house has doubled or tripled. That's not included in the CPI. The numbers that they are using to gauge inflation which is used as a tool to uh, to gauge policy decision that the Fed uh, acts upon. 
uh, you know, like, for example, interest rates. They said, well, you know, seeing that uh, inflation numbers had subsided a little bit from the previous month, uh, you know, we don't we don't need to, to worry about tapering uh, just yet because the you know, it hasn't inflation hasn't heated up to such a crazy level. But if you ask John Williams of Shadow Stats, he'll tell us inflation's running over 13 percent. And when you have half of all of the dollar bills ever created in the history of the United States done so in the last 20 months to expect there to not be massive inflationary problems is is, is foolhardy. So the bottom line is, is inflation is here to stay as far as I'm concerned, because they can never stop injecting money into the system. Uh, if they do, everything deflates and comes crashing down on, on top of itself. So uh, we have a disingenuous Federal Reserve. We have a disingenuine uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Um, and we have um, a, a media that doesn't do a good job telling us the truth. Why is it that even on Fox News, which everyone likes to cite as a better place to go, and it is, than the, the, the liberal media, uh, CNN or CNBC, why aren't they telling us really what's happening with inflation? Why aren't we hearing from, uh, from the mainstream that the numbers that we are being fed are, are a lie? So quite frankly, I do think that um, you know, I think that the supply chain problems are a function of uh, of the Federal Reserve policy. I, I think that inflation is here to stay. I think it will get a whole lot worse. And I've been saying for the better part of a year that I look for. I don't know if I want to call it hyperinflation, but you know, John Williams says we're we're not too far away from that. And maybe hyperstagflation, where you have much higher prices characterized by little or no economic growth. You can blame it on the supply chain or you can blame it on the fact that, you know, so many people are out of jobs and and the environment that we see right now, which is squeezing the middle class so precariously, uh, what that will do to the small businesses, what that will do to the supply chain. Uh, I think inflation is here to stay for the foreseeable future, Carrie. And, and, you know, when we talk about precious metals, I would like to just make a point, number one, it's, it's wealth to me, it's not an investment. But as Doug Casey has made famous, is saying that gold and silver are the only assets that are not simultaneously someone else's liability. We talk about gold and silver for their inflationary hedge qualities, but if we're wrong and we see massive deflation as all of these, all this debt deflates and comes crashing down, creating a depression or deflation, remember in that environment, it's counterparty risk that is the most frightening of all, having an asset that carries no counterparty liability uh, is something worth talking about. So for me, whether it's inflation or deflation, gold is wealth, silver is wealth. It needs to be in everyone's portfolio because it will hedge against what's coming, quite frankly, what's already here. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you just look at, try to buy a new car. You go to these uh, stores, these dealerships, their lots are empty. And uh, they were like at the uh, pinnacle of the middle class, your local car dealer. Those guys were making seven figures uh, 20, 30 years ago. Now, this whole supply chain thing, in my opinion, is an effort to squeeze the rest of the retail chain out so that you basically will just deal with directly with the manufacturer. There won't be any small businesses involved. Yeah, I play golf here in Florida with a guy, a good friend of mine here who I've met recently. So uh, a, a new good friend 
who tells me he owns a Chevy dealer here in uh, Florida. Normally have 350 cars on their lot. They have 35. New Corvettes are trading at almost 20,000 over sticker. Um, and yeah, I think I think a lot of the the businesses at the middle class frequents are being squeezed. One of the things I'm I was blown away about actually driving around Florida, the difference between it and Minnesota is the number of, of shops that you see uh, driving from my house to my parents' house in Hollywood uh, and, and kind of going the back way as there was construction on one of the major freeways. I mean, there was a, tons and tons of small businesses. And uh, I wonder how many of those are just hanging on by a thread. Uh, how many of them are facing much higher prices, having to pay higher wages and getting much less in the way of traffic. And uh, you know, I, I think that we are on the precipice of some very challenging times. And, you know, uh, it, it seems as though we're going full modern monetary theory. You look at a, an administration where the idiocy that comes out of this, the, the policymaking idiocy is just beyond me, where they want to now give $450,000 to to people who are illegal aliens. Yet if your son or daughter dies in a war comes back in a box, God forbid, you're paid $100,000 by the government, yet they want to give four and a half times that to an illegal alien. Who's going to pay for that? Who even comes up with this kind of stuff? Who has the, the nerve, the gall, the, the idiocy, the lack of intelligence to come up with this kind of thing? Who, who pays for this? We're an insolvent country. We're broke. We're fighting over $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill. We can't even pay the mortgage or the electrical bill. So uh, I, I think that that in and of itself kind of um, exemplifies why this is, is structural and not transitory. When you have stupidity at the highest level, um, you shouldn't be given anything. Maybe you can give them six months worth of uh, food stamps or whatever it is to give them a head start. But anyone who ever came to this country, as we all did, or our ancestors did, were never given anything but an opportunity. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm all for a little bit of a handout if you come here with nothing to get started But $450,000. I mean, you know how hard it is to make that kind of money. I sure as hell know how hard it is to make that kind of money. Uh, there were, I've been doing this for 30 years, a good majority of my career, I was, I would have hoped to have made that kind of money. And yet they want to give it to people who come into this country illegally, uh, makes zero, zero sense to me, but only adds to, to you know what you and I were talking about off air that that inflation is here. It's real. And uh, in the article you just wrote, it is real. And until you get a change in policy where, uh, you know, you get a, a government that is willing to to do austerity, to to make the difficult decisions that uh, they are reluctant to make. So they get reelected and they would rather spend and print and and uh, inflate. This will be with us for for the foreseeable future until we cross that that Rubicon of difficult decisions and, and go through the, the hard times that inevitably, I think, are on the horizon, whether it come by hook or crook, you can't run from mathematics. And I think that's one of the problems here is that they are attempting to to change the playbook and go full modern monetary theory and just print our way into prosperity. But there are many countries on the around the globe over over the course of, of history that have proven that, that that path doesn't work. If it did, uh, you know, you, you would see uh, countries like, um, what's a country in Africa all of a sudden? 
Yeah, Zimbabwe would be the, the wealthiest country on the planet. So yeah. I don't know. Crazy times, Carrie. Sign of the times. Yeah, sign of the times. And, you know, I can honestly say there's nothing in the supermarket that I have uh, bought recently that has been gone down in price. Nothing I could see. Maybe there was a sale on something, a loss leader, but effectively going to be the big eye opener this year to, to many of you out there, Andy, is going to be the cost of a Thanksgiving dinner because it had been pretty stable for a lot of years. And now it's about to go up 15 or 20 percent. Don't just survive. Thrive. The Financial Survival Network. Arcana Corporation is on the verge of bringing the world's highest grade silver mine into production. The Revenue Virginius Mine in Colorado has proven improbable silver reserves grading nearly 37 ounces per ton silver with an all-in sustaining production cost of only US $8 per ounce of silver. The mine is fully permitted with infrastructure already in place and the company has announced they plan to commence production in 2020. Achieving successful production usually results in a significant upward share price re-rating on the Lasan curve. Arcana trades under the ticker AUN in Toronto and AUNFF in New York. To learn more, go to arcana.com. That's A U R C A N A.com. This is the Financial Survival Network, the information you need to thrive now more than ever. Yeah, well, I, I think, and not only that, the, the cost in heating your home is going to go up considerably. Uh, you know, and, and speaking of Thanksgiving, I guess it's a little bit off topic, but you have, again, I don't know if this is really called it, this isn't really a supply chain, but I guess it, it kind of is and it isn't. You have 50 or 60% of all the TSA employees unvaccinated who will lose their job two weeks before Thanksgiving if they don't acquiesce. You have pilots that the same problem. You have, you know, 90 million people that are losing their job because they are even those that have natural immunity, like healthcare workers who probably had COVID during, at some point during taking care of those who were ill, who, who refused to get the, the vaccination, who are now on the brink of losing their jobs, which is just gonna create more and more stress on the system. Less people producing less stuff and all of this money that's been created over the past 20 months, chasing fewer things. So you have more money chasing less stuff. That's the classic definition of uh, of price inflation. And I don't think you've even begun to see the effects of this quite yet, especially when you're going to have many more millions of people sitting there uh, filing for unemployment, taking money out of the system, money that will be created because we don't have it. It'll be created, creating more inflation. And it just it snowballs and, and inflation begets more inflation in this case. Yeah, that's called the quantity theory of the money of inflation. And that means that there's a fixed amount of goods and services. The more money you print up, you create, the higher the prices have to go because you aren't expanding productive capacity. And in the U.S. and around the world, because of the whole global uh, pandemic, what we had was not just more money chasing the same amount of goods. We got more money chasing much, much less number of goods and services. And that is a prescription for consumer price increases for consumer price inflation. We already saw it for years in art, 
in real estate, collectibles, uh, all of these things uh, were going up and up and up. That was a form of price inflation. But now that they've uh, done the helicopter money exercise, Andy, it's really a case of the inflationary trend becoming much more widespread. They say, but, you know, the uh, velocity of money hasn't picked up. They've done things to lower that velocity artificially. And the velocity, in my opinion, probably means little or nothing at this point. Well, you can also see there is a great push right now. One of the nominees in the Biden administration for, I don't know if it was Treasury Secretary or, or, or the uh, Fed, there's a gal, and I read her article, and I believe it's for the Fed uh, chair, who is basically lobbying against the removal of FDIC insurance, against uh, removal of more or less the commercial banks, uh, and giving all the uh, authority for money creation and monetary policy directly to the Federal Reserve. So again, I've been talking about this since March of 2020, when Nancy Pelosi and our House Subcommittee Finance Bill said, that viruses can live on the currency. That was the precursor to a digital currency. Now, even though there this was uh, knocked down by the Democrats uh, or by the Republicans, the the bill to uh, in the tax bill to um, monitor gross inflows and outflows greater than six hundred dollars. Again, another precursor to a digital currency. Where if everyone feels they've been monitored anyway, well, what's the problem? My point is, is that we are inching closer to a digital currency run by the Fed, who then will be able to enact monetary policy and then the velocity will be in their hands because the way that it is right now, the money has to be lent into existence by the commercial banks. And when you see a trillion and a half dollars a night going into the reverse repo market and, and major banks cutting off their lines of credit, that means they don't want to put more risk into the system. They don't trust the system. Uh, instead of lending out money to the public, say four or 5% for a car loan, they'd rather give it to the Fed at five basis points, which is a hundred times less than that car loan in terms of return, but safer to them than loaning it out or lending it out into the system that is, is fragmented and fragile. And the same thing is true of Wells Fargo and Morgan Chase uh, closing their lines of credit um, this is where they make money. They're closing their lines of credit. That's very ominous. And by doing so, by not putting the money out into the system, even though the Fed creates it, buys the bonds from the banks, the banks have this money, they'd rather give it to the Fed instead of lending it out into the system, which then creates velocity. When it goes back to the Fed, the velocity dies. So um, they're addressing that too. And that's when you really see things pick up. But I think to me, Carrie, the real inflation will come in my mind in one of two ways. Uh, the simplest way would be when the public realizes just what we're talking about, this isn't transitory anymore, and then it becomes a hot potato, buy whatever the hell you can right away. Um, because I think it's Profethen's law, something along those lines, something to that extent, where the you know, closer you are to the money spigot, uh, the greater the value. In other words, as the money is depreciating, it never has more value than when you first hold it. This $20 bill is worth 20 right this second, but what's it worth a day from now or a week from now or a month from now? It's not the same purchasing power. So you get out and you spend it and you spend it and you spend it fast before it loses value. My dad had a friend who was in Argentina. He's a car enthusiast. And he was, call he was calling my dad, talking to him on a cell phone, saying it's unbelievable. 
They keep changing the price of Ferraris and this dealership on a chalkboard every 30 minutes. They keep erasing and changing because the peso is, is deflating so fast. That's one way, just by realizing it's not transitory. The other way, and again, shame on our media, really just shame on our media for not telling us what's important. How about the fact that what has given the dollar its world reserve status since 1974 is our relationship with the Saudi kingdom. Our petrodollar status is granted to us by the by OPEC really um, for protection, protection of the Saudi kingdom. And for that protection, the dollar will always be, uh, oil will be valued in, in dollars globally through OPEC. Well, the day we left Afghanistan unharmoniously, uh, what happened? Media doesn't talk about it. Uh, Saudi Arabia and Russia strike a joint military cooperation agreement. Uh, this is huge news. You have a, a military superpower who the day after announced the same agreement with Nigeria, the two biggest OPEC producing countries in the world. And the day after that, they announced that they've outfitted all of their nuclear powered submarines with hypersonic ICBMs. Uh, this is the technology that China, North Korea and United, uh, and, and Russia have, but we don't. This is what the article said in Zero Hedge. We don't have it yet. These are missiles that circle the globe in a matter of, matter of hours and hit the ground as fast as an asteroid and basically can't be knocked down. It's their way of saying, don't fuck with us. Excuse my language. I just think it's disgusting that the, the media doesn't talk about this. So you want to know what a hyperinflationary event looks like when you wake up on a Monday morning and OPEC has announced that they are now accepting oil in yuan, ruble, yen, and other currencies and the world dumps dollars. And when that happens, the 130 billion a month that we are being told about, that the Fed is buying treasuries, doesn't do a hill of beans. Interest rates will spike, inflation will roar, dollars will come flooding home, you'll see bail-ins, you'll see uh, gating on money markets, you'll see, I believe, the big one, and that will be um, a confiscation of IRAs, where they will make people take their, the value of their IRAs and put them into treasuries, to support a market that is, is collapsing. There was a bill that made it to the House floor in 2009 that was knocked down that said exactly that. And that's when I cashed out my own personal IRAs at a big loss and a big penalty because the, the, the genie was let out of the bottle. And uh, anyways, look, I think that inflation is real. I think it's here to stay. And I think there will be an event, whether it be naturally, people just wake up and realize this is real time to get out of dollars or, uh, some sort of, a, of a, a massive event like OPEC saying, sorry, we're being protected by, uh, by Russia now, and we've decided to open up oil for other currencies. So I don't know, Carrie, I think, I think this is something that should be square on people's radar and not just poo-pooed and brushed off as transitory or everything always works out in the end. Because if you are fully invested in dollars, you are really risking quite a bit in terms of maintaining any semblance of purchasing power. All right. Well, Andy, that's uh, a bleak picture. Uh, you've been warned and uh, perhaps precious metals are your uh, ultimate insurance policy against it. I know I've believed that for many, many years as well as Andy. And uh, hey, I only buy my metal from Miles Franklin. Miles Franklin. So just go over to milesfranklin.com. Andy, uh, they want to contact you direct. How do you do that? So what I'd like your listeners to do is if they want either information from me directly or the best price in the country and an updated price list, because although our new website is about 75% done, we are still old school and do things old school uh, with a phone call or an email. 
We can always email a price list. That should go to info at milesfranklin.com, info at milesfranklin.com, where I'll personally make sure, especially if they put in the subject line, and I really implore them to do this, that they came, Carrie sent me or Financial Survival Network sent me. I personally will make sure you get the best price in America on gold and silver, uh, my personal attention or, or that from one of my brokers whom I have personally trained. Uh, that means a lot to me, Carrie, that you say those nice things that you buy from us and that you tell your clients and your listeners to. And I take that very seriously and will do my best to uh, make it a wonderful experience. So uh, as an example, you know, right now we have 2021 Krugerands on sale, silver Krugerands for $3.89 over the price of silver. Uh, we have uh, Kilo Valcambi silver bars for $2.59 over so you can look around, you'll see our prices are as good as anyone. We're U.S. Mint distributors. I beat everyone on Silver Eagles. Whatever it is your listeners want, we'll make sure they get the best price from maybe the only major licensed and bonded company in the United States in this industry, uh, as it's a federally non-regulated industry. So again, thank you for everything, Carrie. It's always good to see you. I love talking to your people and uh, I hope to come back again real soon. All right. Man. Hey, it's always great to talk to you. If you got a question for Andy, shoot me an email direct to kl at com, And make sure you go over to financialsurvivalnetwork.com. Sign up, get your free newsletter. Andy, we'll talk to you real soon. If you sign up for it today, I'll shoot you out my article, 12 Reasons Why Inflation Is Here to Stay. Andy, we'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, man. Stay well, my friend. Thanks, Kerry. Thanks for listening to Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, your solution to today's trying times. For the latest, go to FinancialSurvivalNetwork.com. Financial Survival Network, now more than ever. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 